Hi. <laughs> Sorry if that, like, fucked up your ears. <laughs> if you're listening to this, like, in headphones or in your car or whatever. Hi. Um, it's Sabella. It's me. I have been trying to record this podcast, like, a fucking million times. I recorded it one time. I uploaded it really, like, quietly. Um... And I, di- I didn't tell anyone I was doing it. And it got four listens. So to the four people who listen to this, if you hear me make the same jokes again, just be quiet and pretend like you're hearing them for the first time. Um, <laughs> I have been wanting to talk about like vulnerability and what that means and what that means for me. And I've been just carrying a lot of bullshit on my shoulders like carrying a lot of emotional weight and emotional trauma and I just don't want to anymore and I've been trying to see a therapist it just takes so long I've been trying to get back into therapy again because I love therapy and I loved my old therapist um but I'm just trying to find a new one and I just can't get into anyone right now so I just wanted to talk and upload this and say, okay, here's my attempt at getting the shit off my shoulders because I'm tired. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just I want to talk about being in like a relationship or kind of processing what's happened um, post relationship and a relationship that caused a lot of like emotional damage. I don't want to say trauma because I don't think trauma is the correct term or the correct word to use. Um, I I haven't really been through anything that I would consider traumatic in my life. Now, if I told this to a therapist and like told them my life story, they might think otherwise. But me diagnosing myself, (laughs) I don't think um, I've gone through things that are traumatic So I don't want to be like, I have like emotional trauma. Like, no, I just have a lot of baggage and maybe that's not the right word to use either. Anyways, I just just need to talk. And it's so funny because for the past few weeks, I've been feeling really like isolated and moody. And one, it's because I was going to start my menstrual cycle and I was PMSing. So that's a reason. But also like... I've just been feeling really isolated the first few months of this year. And I felt this way last year, also those first few months. Um, and I think, sorry if you heard me burp. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but I think um, it just has to do with the beginning of the year. If, you know, you're into astrology, like I am. Uh, Capricorn season and Aquarius season are both really difficult for me. And it, they're really rough. Um, I have a really hard time getting through them, I think, because, um, it's just a lot of really heavy energy and it's Saturnian and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking and I'm thinking and I'm thinking and I'm kind of going over what has happened to me in the past and kind of not reliving it, but like readdressing it in my head and, it's, I'm just in my thoughts a lot and I'm in my head a lot those first two months of the year or those first two like seasons of the year if we're speaking astrologically um 
And when it hits Pisces season, I always feel a lot better. <laughs> I feel uh, more at ease. I feel a lot calmer. I feel better. I feel like, oh, okay, I can address the things I want to address in my head and the things that I've been through. And I'm, you know, able to communicate with my friends better and be more empathetic with others, but also be more empathetic with myself and kinder to myself and really foster a positive relationship with myself. Um, and I mean, it's not like that every single time, time it's Pisces season, but I think right now I'm really trying to foster and build like a really great relationship with myself and trying to show up for myself and hold myself accountable and be kinder to myself and treat myself the way I treat like someone I love or treat my friends and friendships are really important to me and if my friendships are really important to me then I should be important to me right oh excuse me I gotta sneeze (coughs) (coughs) bless me you know what's so funny right when I said that I saw a taxi with 444444444 on it that's really cool I guess that's a sign Yes, I believe in all those signs, whatever. Anyway, uh, the point is I'm just trying to be vulnerable with myself. And so I want to talk about uh, what it's like to rebuild your self-esteem and what it's like to rebuild your self-worth post-relationship and post-long-term like relationship, um, especially when you meet someone when you're really young and what that feels like I don't want to be like this is everyone's universal experience it's my personal experience um but I don't know maybe someone can get something out of it so the first thing I want to say and a lot of people have heard me say this so I'm saying it again and if you've heard me say this before just laugh please (laughs) um I completely understand Ariana Grande's thank you next era Like, I understand that era so fucking well now. (laughs) I get her. I understand her. She was with Mac Miller for years. And everyone was like, they're the perfect couple. They're going to get married. No one knew that there were a lot of issues in their relationship. And, you know, she had to break up with him. And she had to leave him because... It was just a really difficult relationship for her and she left and the first person she fucking meets right afterwards, Pete Davidson, she's like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. I don't want to let him out of my sight. I'm looking for apartments with him. We're getting married. Like, oh my God, I'm so obsessed with him. And everyone's like, girl, what the fuck are you doing? I get her. I understand her now. (laughs) I, too, have broken up with my long-term ex-boyfriend who had a lot of issues and a lot of mental health problems and a lot of, like, baggage, and I was losing myself in that relationship, so I also, I have been there, and I have left him, and the first man I dated right afterwards, I was like, I'm obsessed with him! (laughs) I'm obsessed with this man! (laughs) He's giving me everything that I wanted in this relationship, and I didn't get it, and oh my god it's so great that's what that felt like (laughs) that I get her I get her I understand it 110 percent 
uh man so when people were judging her i was like you guys don't you guys don't get it you've never you've never been through what (laughs) what she just went through and what i've been through (laughs) so i personally can relate to ariana grande (laughs) i hope one day girl let's have a conversation One day, I'm going to be able to have this conversation with her and we can bond because I feel like she's the only bitch in this world that gets it. <laughs> um, Yeah, so I was in a relationship and a long-term relationship. I met my ex. Um, let's just call him the Capricorn. <laughs> I met him when I was 20 and we were together until I was 25 and then kind of like weirdly talking to each other for the past like year or so um (laughs) and that relationship was just a lot and I don't want to sit here and paint it as like it was all bad and it was all just like oh my god these horrible things happened and no it was it was not not like that at all it's just um being with someone who won't claim you publicly and being with someone who is so afraid to give you their love is hard and it really does a number on you and you don't really realize how deep those wounds are until after and for a while after (sighs) it was hard it was really rough to uh, not be not be loved in the way that you felt you deserved that you knew in your gut that you deserved but you know I mean I was so young and I didn't really know how to ask he was my first boyfriend so I didn't know how to like ask and I didn't know what to do and I just thought oh this is just how my relationship is and this is the way that things are for some people and I'm one of those people um so we dated for five years and you know uh I uh, I don't want to cry in this episode I don't I don't like crying (laughs) anyone who knows me ask my best friend Jacob who's a Pisces and who I adore um ask my best friend Jacob Jacob does Sabella cry he'll be like bitch no (laughs) be like she does not cry (laughs) I've cried in front of him maybe like maybe five times maybe like maybe five times I think it's less than that but like I have I don't cry in front of people I don't like it (laughs) and I know that's a problem and I should be able to be like open I just don't like crying in front of people I don't mind if people cry in front of me and like I'll be there for people but like me crying in front of other people no (laughs) I feel awkward I feel uncomfortable I don't want to cry in front of people I'll just suck it in until I get home or while I'm driving because then I could cry Ooh, I love a good car cry <laughs> while you're driving and you're just like, <laughs> I love one of those. Um, but it's just, it's really, it's really hard 
I'm just gonna say it. I'm trying to be like very diplomatic. Like my ex the Capricorn, my ex boyfriend, the Capricorn, I don't know why I said it two times, but he uh never introduced me to his mother, never introduced me to any of his family members. Uh, nobody knew that he was in a relationship with me besides like a very small group of his friends um, who I all love and adore and they all have a really special place in my heart and ugh, <laughs> uh, they you know out of everything I miss about that relationship is is those friendships and they're all really wonderful people and they're all so talented and so funny and so smart and so incredible and I miss them like for every major life event you know I miss them for birthdays I miss them for holidays I miss them I I love them and I miss them incredibly um and those are the only friends who knew that we were together Everybody else had no idea. And we would go out to places. And in certain like cities, in certain like areas, he wouldn't even like hold my hand because he would be scared that somebody would see and tell his mom. Um, which was a trip to me. We couldn't go to certain restaurants or certain, um, like I love hookah and, and so did he, um, or, and so does he, but we couldn't go to like certain hookah places and certain places, uh, or certain cities because someone would see and would tell his mom. Uh, A few of his friends got married (laughs) And I remember this happened in like 2017, 2017 to 2018. And then like part of 2019 were the fucking shittiest years of my life. <laughs> it was horrible. A lot of things happened. And I guess if I told my therapist about that, she'd be like, that's trauma. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, OK, maybe I do have trauma. But um, uh, his friends got married and I assumed that I would be able to go and he told me like a week or two before like oh no you're you can't come because like what if somebody sees you and then my mom is gonna find out and it's so funny because I went to the same college as his brother and I saw his brother around campus like a few times and it's so weird seeing your boyfriend's brother and in your head you're like I know your whole family story I know what goes on in your life I know where you live I know what your major I know so much about you and your family but you have no fucking clue who I am like you have no idea. You don't even know what I look like. And it's that's fucked up <laughs> to put it like plainly and and frankly, it's just fucked up. So I remember he would 
he would go to weddings. He told me a few times he'd gone to weddings with his mom and his brother. And people had come up to him and been like, hey, are you still dating that girl? So people knew. You know, people knew I existed and either he would deny it, which is a whole different thing. Or he would just like quietly cop to it and be like, yeah, I am. And that's all he would say. And it's rough. And um, take a shot every time I say it's rough. (laughs) And um, I remember... (laughs) I might cry. I remember my friend died in like 2017. My friend Rishi died, who like was amazing and incredible and would ask about how my boyfriend was doing all the time. He would ask like, how's how's your boyfriend doing? How's his his mom doing? Because my ex's mom has a lot of health issues. And Rishi would always ask, and Rishi really considered my ex a friend. And he passed suddenly. You want to know what my ex did? He didn't come to the wake. He didn't, or it wasn't even a wake, but it was like a little gathering at, at Rishi's home. He didn't come to that. He didn't come to the funeral. He didn't come to um, the thing we had after his funeral. He didn't come to when we spread his ashes. He didn't come to anything. Why? Because he didn't want to tell his mom... And I remember thinking, why can't you just say your friend died? Like, why can't you just say, like, a friend of yours passed and I'm sure your mom would be like, oh, okay. You didn't come to anything. And I, you know, I had my friends and I wasn't alone, but I felt alone dealing with it, right? And it sucked. And it's something that really, like, it sticks with me of like, fuck, I was like alone dealing with that. I was in a relationship and he didn't show up to anything. And I mean, this is less important, but like on Valentine's Day, we didn't do anything ever on Valentine's Day. We're together for five years. We didn't do anything on Valentine's Day. Why? Because uh, his mom would ask questions if he uh, tried to take me out on Valentine's Day. Uh for my birthday or whenever we go on trips together which the trips were always really great and we always had fun and I remember those trips really fondly but for like trips on my birthday or just kind of things we would do throughout the the years he would tell his mom he was on a business trip and she would call and they would talk and he'd have to pretend he was on a business trip So I just wanted to add for like life events, like big life events in my life, he 
would come to it and then like leave after an hour because he didn't want to tell his mom what he was doing so for my community college graduation he showed up and then just like stayed and took pictures afterwards and then left and we ended up like going out and celebrating uh like later um and that was a interesting night (laughs) anyone who was there uh you remember how that night ended but uh, anyway um but like yeah he would just he came and then left and that was it and then for my undergrad when I got my bachelor's degree for that graduation he showed up stayed and like took pictures for a little bit um and then like left (laughs) because he like didn't want to tell his mom that he had to go to a graduation and she would be suspicious of where he was going and why he was out all day and and all night and ask him questions and he just like didn't want to answer those questions so yeah that was fun too (laughs) just wanted to like add that in here okay back to the back to the pod yeah and it was just fucking shitty and I didn't feel shitty at the time I mean I did I'm not gonna say like oh it was fine it felt bad but I was like you know I understand like there's cultural obligation and and there's a lot of weight on his shoulders and you know there's expectations on him especially being the firstborn like I understand that but it didn't mean it didn't feel bad and I think now that we haven't been together for a year and now that you know I mean I'm not 100% sure what's going on with he and I but at this point I'm just like oh (laughs) whatever um you know it's there is a car and their lights are flashing in my eyes and it hurts and I forgot what I was talking about (laughs) um it's only like afterwards that I realized how just fucked up it was and how shitty it made me feel and how it like completely diminished my self-worth and how it made me feel like I'm supposed to be the secret and how I'm not worthy to be loved out loud and openly and I'm not worthy to be shown around and I'm not worthy to like you know be loved (laughs) to put it simply like it, it just really messed with my sense of worth and having to always look over my shoulder and having to always wonder like will he ever say anything will anyone ever know I remember I even posted a selfie this is like so ridiculous this is so 2017 this is how you know 2017-18 is I posted a picture of myself on his snapchat and he freaked out and deleted it <laughs> why someone's gonna see and tell my mom <laughs> It's just so gross. So I'm in that relationship. And then he was kind of dealing with some some really heavy, like, mental health problems. Um, 
And then he was dealing with, like, employment issues for, like, the last couple months of, or not even couple, like, the last few months of our relationship. And I just felt so alone and having to, like, help him and deal with it. And he had said a lot of, like, really fucked up things to me. (laughs) Should I just air it out? I I don't mean it like, I'm going to air him out. I just mean, like, should I? Uh, He had told me a few times. (laughs) I haven't told anyone this, and I'm going to fucking say this on here. Whatever. He told me a few times that um, being with me made him want to kill himself. (laughs) Yeah, some real real fun emotional manipulation kind of shit. <laughs> and that sucked. So I was trying to help him and I was trying to be the strong one in our relationship and I was trying to, you know, pretend everything was like cool and again, this isn't like a uh, hit piece or this isn't like he's a horrible person like no I think I think good people can say shitty things and I've said some shitty things and some of the people I love the most have said shitty things you know this isn't like an indictment of his character I'm just trying to explain how I felt and what I kind of have to like unlearn and figure out about myself and about what I want and what I don't want and just self-discovery um so yeah I was kind of dealing with all that and I was dealing it with dealing with it alone and then I had reached out to his friends and I was like dude I can't fucking do this alone anymore I'm gonna lose my mind I already feel like I am I feel like I'm just losing myself and it just felt like this dark black hole was dragging me into it and you know I loved him you know very immensely and uh this is how I mean like I can understand Ariana let me bring it back to that whole like metaphor you know she talks about Mac Miller afterwards after his passing and she talks about how much she loved him and even after she broke up with him she's like i loved him and i slash love him and i think he's really great and i think we could be really incredible together but he just has a lot of things he needs to figure out and for him specifically it was like addiction and for my ex-boyfriend specifically it's just a lot of things (laughs) So I can understand that feeling of like I'm losing myself and I don't know who I am because I'm spending all my time trying to take care of you and trying to fix this and trying to help you that I'm not even acknowledging or helping myself and I'm reaching out to your friends like hey he needs help hey he needs help like I can't deal with this alone and then finally you you just kind of at least for me I woke up and I was like I just can't do this anymore and I don't want to this is too much. And I need to put myself first and I need to care about myself and my worth matters more than me trying to save a relationship. 
And why am I trying to save someone else when I should be focusing on myself? So like Ariana, (laughs) I broke up with my long-term Capricorn boyfriend. (laughs) And immediately, like, the few, like weeks or however long it was of being single oh my god (laughs) it felt like a whole weight off my shoulders I was going out I was hanging out with my friends I was making new friends I was partying I was going to the club I was dressing up really nice I was doing my makeup different I was just out there looking around and I wasn't really addressing like the bullshit that had happened and like how it made me feel because I was just like oh I'm essentially I felt free (laughs) I felt like the fucking world was at my feet oh my god I can look back on that time and just it's I think of it very fondly (laughs) it was fun I was going to San Francisco I was going to conferences and that was really cool I was making new friends up there I was building better friendships with the friends I had I was you know going to new bars I was trying new things I was just out and about having a really fun time and then the first person who showed me any attention who I thought was cute And who was like kind of not in my direct circle, but was like we were mutual friends and or we had mutual friends and we were kind of in each other's circles. And, you know, we were he was always just like around. This man shows me attention and I lose my mind. (laughs) Why? Because here was someone who was unafraid to like show me off and who was unafraid to like claim me and to be like this is my girl this is the person I'm seeing you know introducing me to like you know a few important people in his life and like always wanting to see me and he was spending the night at my house for like weekends and we were going out and we were getting to know each other and we were watching movies and and it felt I mean honestly it was like some teenage dream shit that's I think what what it was And which is why I totally get that picture of Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson where she's like, they're holding hands and she has that lollipop and she's looking at him like, oh my God, (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Because I was like that too, you know? You build this person up in your head because it's like the first person who you're interested in and who's interested in you for a really long time. Like you haven't felt that way in years and here's this person who's, as much obsessed with you as you are with them and you're telling everyone about it and you're shouting it off the rooftops and you're like just in this state of bliss right remember ariana couldn't shut the fuck up about pete davidson she was taking him everywhere with her she was writing songs about him she has a literal song called pete davidson (laughs) like she was so obsessed with this man Because he was giving her everything she needed that she wasn't getting for a really long time. And she felt, you know, I I shouldn't even say she, this is me projecting. But like in my situation, I felt like, wow, here I am getting what I've been fucking wanting. And of course, you know, you build that up in your head and you think it's 
greater than it actually is and things kind of fall apart after a few months <laughs> as they always do when it's something like that you know Pete and Arianda Arianda <laughs> they are not together anymore and they kind of called off their engagement pretty quickly and you know in my situation the person I was dating I, like immediately right afterwards things didn't work out for their own reasons um and then it was like this weird back and forth for a little while and it was super confusing for me because I hadn't dated anyone i in a long time like I hadn't dated since I was 19 20 and even then I wasn't dating like my my love life is really odd and that's uh something for another podcast (laughs) something for another conversation when I'm feeling vulnerable again um to talk about what like my love life was like when I was younger before I got with my my ex um But yeah, so of course, you know, it doesn't work out and things fall apart and you realize, oh, fuck, this person I like built up in my head is not the person who they actually are. And I was kind of like projecting (laughs) and I was kind of thinking it was what it was, but it wasn't that. And I fucking understand her and I get it. (laughs) And thank you. Next is a fucking masterpiece to me. (laughs) But, you know, I so since since that whole thing that happened um coronavirus hit so I wasn't able to go back to my favorite unhealthy coping mechanisms of I'm just gonna go out and I'm just gonna party and I'm just gonna go get fucked up and I'm just gonna you know hang out with my friends and not deal with my responsibilities it's like coronavirus hit and it just kind of paused everything and it's like here's something you really need to be conscious about and really need to think about and need to be careful about and here's something that's impacting the entire fucking globe and that's impacting your direct community and maybe this thing that you're stressing about i.e uh let's call uh should i give him a name we'll call him the virgo (laughs) i tell everyone the virgo um the virgo and the capricorn Ugh, no wonder i had a hard time i was doing two earth signs in a row (sighs) should have known better anyway (laughs) um but like you know here you are worrying about this virgo here you are worrying about this capricorn here you are worrying about your dating life to like relax there's now you have this shit to worry about um so i wasn't able to like really process and really think until not until like you know it's not very recent that I've been thinking about all this and kind of unpacking it and unlearning and trying to grow from it and trying to figure out okay here's like the actual really deep impact that you know my relationship with the Capricorn had on me and then me dating the Virgo had on me and I can really unpack it and really understand it and it's it's been a f- I don't want to say it's been a few months, but it's been like six six or so months I've been really trying to deal with that. And it's kind of like fundamentally changed who I am. 
and really changed how I communicate and how I operate. And a lot of the times I don't feel like myself because I don't know who I am. And I'm figuring that out now. So I feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, But I'm kind of trying to like figure that shit out. And one, it's really scary, but also it's really cool because I can kind of be whoever I want to be. But it's also scary because, oh my god, I don't know what's going on. So I feel like I've been really weird lately. (laughs) For the past, like, while, I've been kind of weird because I just don't know what I'm doing or how to talk to people anymore. (laughs) I'm, like, so deep in doing... uh, I've seen a lot of, like, people talking about this. Like, I've just been so deep in doing this fucking shadow work and, like... This really big internalized work that I, it's just so hard for me to have a fucking conversation with people. (laughs) It's so hard. And it's getting easier and easier now that I'm figuring out myself more and more, but it's, it was hard for a really long time. And I felt like that, (laughs) that video of Kid Cudi where he's standing there with Selena Gomez, they're high as fuck. And He's kind of standing there like off to the side and she's like, oh yeah, we're on Facebook live. And he goes, oh yeah, did you see that video of that guy getting shot on Facebook live? And she's like, what? (laughs) I'm Kid Cudi. Okay. (laughs) I am him. I've never related more to a person than in that moment (laughs) because I just say weird shit because I don't know how to talk to people and I don't know how to bring things up. I just don't know. I don't know but you know it's getting easier I'm kind of figuring things out I think talking about this really openly and honestly and trying to really understand how I feel not just surface level feel because for a long time I've been very surface level of yeah like you can know the things that have happened in my life and yeah you can know you know, I went through X, Y, and Z. And you can know, like, (laughs) here's like some crazy shit that happened, right? My friend died. My parents got divorced. I had to move out of my childhood home within like two months. I was living with my grandmother, which was like a really toxic, horrible fucking situation. And then she kicks me out over some like, I, I had like statues in my room, not even statues. They're like, Um, I had like a statue of like Ganesh in my room and (laughs) she was like, she's doing witchcraft. She kicked me out over it. This literally, that's what happened. So I'm like, what the fuck? It's finals week. I'm so stressed out. I have to move in with my aunt who is really wonderful and I really love her and I think she's fun. Um, but my mom and I were sleeping on a twin bed just the two of us for a few months and there were roaches in the house and there it was just a really bad situation and this is all like during my finals week and this is all during like that summer that I was um graduating from undergrad and going into graduate school this is all the this all happened like one after another and I can tell you that like that's what happened those are the series of events and I'm open with that but I will not tell you how that made me feel 
I can talk about my friend's death and how that made me feel, but I, I want to, it's so hard for me to open up and tell people things about how I actually really feel. And that's definitely what I was like during my relationship. Like I just wouldn't tell people what was really going on in my head and how I was really feeling. And anyone, you know, who I'm close to and who I talk to regularly and who's like a really good friend of mine. Of course, it's all the Pisces, <laughs> Pisceans, who I like fucking tell everything to. Um, and who know like these intimate details about like how I feel because those are the only motherfuckers who listen <laughs> and who um, I feel comfortable with. <laughs> um, but like. I can explain, you know, oh, I was dating this person. Like, I can explain to them, I was dating the Virgo and this is what happened. But only two people really know how it made me feel and how that really hurt my, it was mostly my ego, but like really hurt me and how I felt really shitty afterwards and how I felt like, you know, even though here was this person that was giving me everything that I wanted and like looking back on it, I realized this person was just like love bombing me. But at that time, I felt like, oh my God, I'm getting all the things that my ex could never give me. This is like some Pete Davidson shit. <laughs> you know, things didn't work out and I felt so um, tossed to the side. I felt so replaceable I felt so shitty and you know this Virgo man was making me really confused and confused about myself and then this kind of furthered the these questions of self-worth um of like am I worthy of love like here's this person who like gave me all the things I wanted and then they just tossed me to the side and made me feel like a fucking piece of trash like I didn't mean anything like I was nothing to him and that kind of reinvigorated that that like lack of self-worth of okay so here's someone who gives me what I want and then I just they don't care about me anymore oh okay And those two things of, like, my Capricorn ex doing all that and making me question myself and question my self-worth and blah, blah, blah. Take a shot every time I say self-worth. So I had to deal with all that emotionally. But I was, like, stunting it so that I didn't have to. I was like, oh, okay, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I found someone who actually gives shit about me and I found someone who will give me the things that I want. And then that person makes me question my self-worth afterwards after we're done dating okay here comes all those thoughts about the Capricorn X okay so now that I'm actually alone and I'm not like covering that trauma up with someone else I have to actually sit here and deal with double the feelings of like lack of self-worth lack of self-worth and here I have to deal with double the feelings of like feeling absolutely shitty about myself and wondering am I really deserving of the love that I want am I really deserving of love at all 
we have to sit here and deal with it like on top of each other like stacked oh shit so it's been a long journey of just trying to try and just figure it out and trying to figure out who I am and trying to figure out how to love myself and trying to figure out how to be present for me and how to be present in not even just like present in the moment because I feel like being present in the moment is nice in theory but doesn't necessarily benefit like yeah I'm, I'm present I'm here in this moment okay but are you acknowledging like your past self? Are you acknowledging like the things that have hurt you before? Are you acknowledging like that past trauma and are you actively trying to heal it? Or are you just in the moment because you don't want to deal with that? <laughs> like, are you in the moment because you want to be in the moment or are you in the moment because you're trying not to like deal with something? So it's not so much that I'm trying to be in the moment. It's just, or be present in the moment. I'm just trying to be. I'm just trying to exist. And be happy with both of, like, it's not both. I just want to be happy with me as a whole. And be content with me as a whole. And say, there's a lot of bullshit that I've been through and there is like a shadow self and there is a, a side to me that is really jealous and really possessive and can be really angry and can be really mean and can be really selfish and acknowledging that she exists, yes, and acknowledging that there are a lot of other really great qualities about me that exist at the same time. That all the parts of me, the good, the bad, and the ugly can all exist at the same time. So I'm just trying to be. I'm just trying to be human. And understand that I am complex and I am nuanced. And it's okay. I don't have to be this positive human being all the time. And I don't have to, you know... I don't have to like fake it till I make it. I don't have to pretend to be something I'm not. I can just be. And I can acknowledge that I deserve the love that I deserve. Even when I don't feel great about myself. That even if I feel like shit, I feel like shit today. It doesn't mean that I don't deserve the love that I deserve that I am lovable always and I'm lovable no matter what and I'm a person who does deserve to be shown loud and proud and be loved loud and proud and I think that's where I'm at I think I've rambled on for long enough I think I have <laughs> I'm hungry and I want food. I'm going to get some uh, chicken nuggets. Not, I, and I'm not trying to be quirky like, I want chicken nuggets. Like, oh my god, I'm so quirky. No, I just really fucking love McDonald's chicken nuggets. <laughs> and I really want chicken nuggets with mm, honey mustard. 
I think I'm going to get honey mustard this time. And I'm going to get a Coke. Ew, why did I say it like that? A Coke? I'm going to get a Coke. And I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to eat my food and feel good. Because <laughs> I'm hungry. But yeah, so that's how I feel. And if I'm being honest, it actually feels really good to like get all that off my chest. And it's not even like 100% all of it. There are things I keep tight to my heart. And there are situations that I keep tight to my heart. But I hope you listening to this are able to get something out of this somehow, some way, by rambling. I'm not sure if it made any sense at all. Again, I'm having hard time. I'm having a hard time really like communicating and I think it's just because I'm just trying to rediscover who I am and trying to discover who my thoughts are and have thoughts that aren't so concentrated on like this, not this podcast, but like this situation and this feeling. So I'm working on it and I hope to report back later this year. Hopefully I'll do some pods in the middle of those, but I'm, I'm hoping to report back later this year that I feel good and then I feel confident and I feel like myself again because I haven't felt like myself in a very long time and that like end of 2019 block like September October November when I really really was feeling good that was like that glimpse of oh this is what my life can be all the time And this is what my life can always be. And I hope to feel like that again. And I want to. It's not even that I hope. I want to. And I will. And I will feel like that again. And if you're feeling really shitty and you're not feeling good and you're not feeling like yourself, you will feel like yourself again. Just be patient with yourself and be kind to yourself. And show yourself the love that you would give to a partner. And show yourself the love that you give to your family members. And show yourself the love that you give to your friends. Yeah, I think I want to end it there. Well, I hope any of this made sense. And I hope uh, I hope you feel good. And you will feel good. And so will I. So in a few months, when I report back... We're both going to be feeling real good. We're feeling okay. Not even okay. We're going to be feeling like, okay, I'm getting back into the groove and I got my fucking life back. (laughs) You know that part? Oh my God. I don't even, I'm going to embarrass myself. I don't care. I'm embarrassed myself when I say this. You know, in Otis where Jay-Z says, I guess I got my swagger back. (laughs) That's going to be us at the end of this year, isn't it? That's going to be us. I guess I got my swagger back. (laughs) When I come back and I feel really good, that's the first thing you're going to hear out of my mouth. (laughs) Expect it. Hold me to it. Hold me accountable. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm going to end this and happy Pisces season. Today is Rihanna's birthday. So happy uh, Rihanna day. It's the best day of the year. I fucking love her. And if you don't love her, what is wrong with you? Everyone loves Rihanna. 
but yeah so happy pisces season it's the end of mercury retrograde i know we're in the middle of covid and we're in the middle of a lot of heavy um god that sounds like such a a bullshit thing like we're going through a lot of heavy things right now i know we're going through a lot of really um intensive racial issues and i know we're going through a lot of intense infrastructure issues and we're seeing uh capitalism fall apart i always gotta make something about capitalism don't i i know we're seeing the ends and like late stage capitalism and we're seeing this crumble and we're watching it in our very own eyes and we're living through a global event every six months and I know this is exhausting and I know this is tiring and I know, I know. But take care of your communities, join an org, get involved in orgs that are near you like physically or near to your heart, like get involved. Shout out to um, Anak Bayan and a few great people that are in Anak Bayan. Learn what they've got going on. Learn what BLM Long Beach has going on. Learn what BLM IE has going on. There's a lot of really, really great orgs doing some really, really great work. And just get involved. And you got to do something. And now's the fucking time. It's always been the time, but now is really, really the time. So stay safe. Like genuinely stay safe. And I will talk to you all soon. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye.